I still remember my first hat trick I scored as a third year mite, like a spring tournament uh, in Bur- in the Burnsville like ice rink. Third year mite. My, <laughs> my third goal. I was at the center ice face off that after my second goal. Yeah. I walked to the center and went in and scored a third goal from yeah. center ice hat trick. That's great. I'll never forget it. Welcome back to Pucks in Deeps, episode number 61 here, James, we're rolling. Yeah, one of my beeves here. Uh, I got Zach Driscoll on the pod today, the goaltender for the Beavers. Zach, thanks for joining the show. Hey, absolutely, boys. Thanks for having me here. Hey, fired up. It's actually, I'm surprised it took this long to get a beeve on the pod. You know what? I, a lot of fans know that I'm running it. I can't just put a beaver on. Last guy I had on was Millsy and... Um, well, we actually had Dickie and Bomber, but Dickie, it was... That one didn't work, yeah. That could not go on anything. I mean, that was a... Wow. Some things are said on there that... Uh, maybe the dark web. That was yeah, time, maybe. Though. But uh, no, happy to have Drizzy on today. Uh, the Beavs are hot right now. Got a big matchup with Lake State this weekend. Drizzy, how are you feeling? Yeah, feeling good. Obviously, um, going into this weekend the semifinals, uh, feeling confident as a team. Uh, kind of took care of business this last weekend in the opening round and uh, looking forward to keep it going. Yeah, I mean, you guys definitely took care of business. I think. I mean, we picked. I think we both picked bees in that series. Obviously, I know you did. Yeah, I got the bees winning it. You know I that. Think, yeah, I think I had a sweep there too. But like, what was it like? Uh, you know, playing WCHA playoffs there. Obviously, couple fans, uh, couple fans, but you know, definitely limited. Sanford's gritty. It's beautiful rink, but uh, not many fans. Jersey, how many fans were there this weekend? Yeah. I think, had, I think we had 250 max, and six of them were my family, so, <laughs> uh, you know, it, <laughs> it wasn't packed, but um, we're just happy to be playing, obviously, and um, it was a good series. I think we gave, you know, the fans that were in the building something good to watch, and uh, Michigan Tech's a really, really good team, so, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you get that done in two, that was, that was big for us. Yeah, I don't know what to expect, obviously, Tech in the past years that I was there, um, a team that's made it far in the WCHA playoffs, and always a team to, there's no team to take lightly in WCHA, it's gritty defensive league but uh no yeah good to see you guys come out on top there um where you're sitting at what 12th in the uscho poll right now um obviously right on the bubble no pairwise this year as far as you know what matters to get in the tournament but you got to think one win here for against lake state's going to get you guys a solidified spot there do you think yeah i mean we kind of we kind of looked at it with you know they're, they're taking you know two probably two wcha teams with uh, you know, the talent elsewhere in the league. So, yep. um, you know, we, we've our head to head against those other teams is, uh, you know, we're winning that. So um, Friday night's a huge game for us. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, Clarkson dropping out is huge for you guys. Yeah, no Cornell in you there. Know, even mean, Bentley, like you just don't want any one seeds to lose or, um, yeah, lose a tournament, really. I mean, say Bentley. Well, yeah, any, any team in general, you don't want an upset. You don't want a five seed winning because that hurts the Beavs. Yeah, getting in the tournament. So, True. I mean, yeah, um, Omaha going down yeah. early. Yeah, like Jersey was saying off air earlier, like you know Denver losing last night helps the Beavs, because um, you know yeah. That's true. I didn't think of that. Yeah. I mean, I would say like WCHA with you guys like stay playing so well, like Bowling Green getting out early obviously helps as well. Yeah, that's Not huge. Thinking about it, but like I would, I mean, hopefully three at least for. WCHA. I would take three. I mean, I don't know what they're gonna, how many they're gonna take from the Atlantic too. Like, who knows, man? It's. Yeah, everything's kind knock of, on yeah, wood. We, we need really, everyone to stay healthy we have too. No idea what the committee's thinking. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't think they're yeah. going to take five NCHE teams. That's not going to happen. Like, you can't do that. And that's you know, you saw the Gopher women's team get bounced last week for no reason. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, who knows? Exactly. Um, it's it's scary times. But I'll tell you what, you guys had a hell of a season last year and it got cut short. I mean, 
What was the what was this off season like for you guys? I mean, after having such a great season, about to be tourney bound again last year. Yeah, I mean, obviously we put ourselves in a spot last year where we had, you know, we we were in a national tournament. You know, we were eleven in the pairwise going into the into playoffs there. So um, it had been, I think, like ten years or something since Bemidji had made, you know, a, a tournament appearance. So that yep. was something that, as a group we were really proud of. Um, and then to have that, you know, we, we won the quarterfinals, made it to the semis, and then just had it cut short. So um, for us to be able to be back in that situation again this year, the, I know it means a lot to the, the core group of returners and, uh, you know, also the guys joining the program. So um, we're glad that we kind of put ourselves back on the map again and, and prove that this team, uh, you know, we're legit. Yeah, talk about, uh, you know, I think the freshmen have had a big uh, decision on how you guys have played this year. I mean, especially Lucas Sillinger, that kid's been unbelievable for you guys and pretty good all around all your freshmen are, have made it uh just a good impact on your team talk about them and what they've done for you guys yeah i think they've done a good job um you know stepping in and adjusting to the college game like you said lucas has um you know put up a good number of points for us he's, he's got a good last name in yep. the beaver program i think <laughs> um you know having his brother here to help him out and adjust to the pace of play kind of the way that we play um uh you know, he's, he's done a good job adjusting to uh, Coach Territory's style a bit, too, as his playoffs roll around. He's, he's been able to change his game to, um, you know, what we need to do to win. So all of the freshmen have been great, and uh, hopefully we can keep it going here and uh, get some more contributions from down the run. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, for me, watching the start of the season, obviously it wasn't a great start for Mankato, but, you know, after that it was a COVID scare for a couple of weeks there, and you guys had to sit with that one. How did you guys bounce back and now end up where you're at right now? I mean... That'd have been tough. Yeah, that was tough. Pucks tough, team. obviously, getting your, your your butt kicked first game of the year against Mankato is not how you want to start the season. But um, we were we were kind of disappointed that that, that next night game got canceled. That was ready, man. We want we wanted a chance to prove ourselves. Right. We had to sit with a five year <laughs> loss for three weeks. So um, you, you just do what you can do. You, you go to work every day in practice. You just they thank we'll be on the ice, and you know on Friday, Saturday, or guess this year Tuesday Wednesday Sunday whenever those game days roll around you have to be ready to go out and play so um I think just the idea of being ready to play whenever and wherever is kind of led to our success this year yeah yeah I think you know I mean you guys you guys got your chance at Mankato again it was a shootout loss but then you guys have two W's versus them again so I mean maybe might see him this week and hopefully again so um I think you guys answered back to that one congrats to you guys but um well, one of my questions is gonna be like yeah like you guys handled I mean if given Mankato a good game every time since that first one and mm. then have taken care of Bowling Green. You know, I think everybody in the conference except for that one tough series with Northern Michigan, but like were you kind of surprised or just like playing with more of a chip on your shoulder at all that USCHO has kind of been behind and ranking you guys until as of late? Like now they're bandwagoning almost? Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of noticed like what we were doing, um, you know, with, with beating Bowling Green and, and giving Cato good games and, um, you know, late day was ranked, Tech was ranked, but... Right. You can't really read too much into it, but um, we always find a way to play Mankato tough. It's a big rivalry for us, so um, I think we're we played them six times and we're, we're two, three, and one. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't think anybody else can say that for a top team like Mankato in our conference. Yeah, and at the um, time, Bowling Green, same thing. Anytime we play those guys, it's a good game. And yeah, um, if, if we ended up if we win Friday and they win Friday, and we play them on Saturday. Uh, Smoles and I was talking. It'll be uh, exactly 25% of our season will have been played against Mankato. Seven <laughs> games out of 28. Holy hell. So yeah, that's, that's, that's a with, tough schedule. That's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of Julian to problem to see for a guy. 
I mean, uh, you could see him in the tournament too if both of you make it. So I mean, God, I mean, there's there's a lot of options. You think I've heard rumors that uh, the NCAA tournament is going to be Midwest teams playing in the Midwest region, like it's going to be four Minnesota teams playing in Fargo and yeah. Many I mean, I mean, Nicoletti said maybe not too because he talked. It's tough though, but nobody knows when you have five Minnesota teams that can make the tournament. Like, yeah. and North Dakota is going to make it. Wisconsin's going to make it. Someone think you know, <laughs> just like I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be it's tough. Pretty cool for Minnesota hockey, though, right? Absolutely. To, uh, you yeah. know, Let's get five in there. One team is being in the top fifteen right now and having a chance to make the tournament. I don't know. You have to do some research. The last time that happened, and you know, in the state of Minnesota, it's pretty cool. Yep. And now you know, next year adding St. Thomas to the mix, they're going to God, they're probably shitting their pants right now. Like, oh, <laughs> every team's going to just <laughs> take us out. They're next doing year. a powerhouse here. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Oh, they got Sofo. They'll be alright. <laughs> Joey Sofo, <laughs> yeah. Anchorage transfer. Um, yeah, man. I mean, first line's taken care of. I'm just picking you, like you mentioned, guys stepping up, and I'm just thinking of Millsy's, you know, mustache game going. It's got to be the perm, everything. The perm, just yeah. rock. Are you guys doing anything for Plus right now? Is that like a weekend that we got going here? Is it gonna keep um, growing a little beard I'm not game? Really a beard guy. If you want to count this as a playoff beard, I guess that's they got something. something growing. But yeah, uh, Millsy's mustache. He's had that thing all year. I don't know. <laughs> just greasy. I don't know man. what that's about. Um, I guess that's that's him, but no, we're not doing anything. Nothing special, nothing crazy. No blonde hair or anything like that. Yeah, Toby would have a fit if that happened. I think. Uh, just yeah. lose. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think uh, he actually is a little old fashioned. I don't think he'd like the uh, blonde hair too much. No, 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 nope. probably not. It's not the beef. They don't need it. They no. don't need it. It's just Millsy. It's just yeah. Who knows what Millsy's gonna do? There's no. I mean. <laughs> He should get his own show the week of his own the show, and show. The Sunday, everyone should be watching Millsy. I want to see like four TikToks when they're making that selection. <laughs> him, him with the broomstick doing the sellies this oh, summer. I don't know, man. Yeah, that was, that was hilarious. Awesome. Uh, we need more stuff. Who is, you know, I haven't met the new guys. I haven't been there since actually I left Bemidji, but who in the room is, you know, the funny guy in the team now? What's Who's the jokester? And yeah, what's the what's the chemi like? Ooh, the funny guy on the team. I don't know of it. Um, There's no Janko I anymore, like so Hank Johnson was always the yeah. kind of the guy stirring the pot, but um, I don't know. You got guys like Owen Sillinger, yep. uh, Juvenville. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> There's just a handful of guys that are that are characters, and um, you know we have a we have a really close close room, which makes it fun to go to the rink every day. And we got a really active ping pong table right now. It's caused a lot of drama on the team. It's been mm, fun, and that's good. Uh, going to the rink every day for sure. Who would you say is the best guy in the ping pong table right now? Who's holding it down? Mm. Is it, am I looking at him? All yeah, right. yeah. Okay. That jersey runs that. <laughs> Shout out to Tyler Juvenile at three and Ross Armour at two right now. Mm. At the podium. God. I think that leads to, you know, just tucking Genos too. <laughs> just, the day, or stopping them in your case. But what uh, I yeah. think my favorite thing so far this year about, you know, playing in COVID is you can kind of see like, just what type of hockey is being played in each league? Like the WCHA, I swear, we're posting a fight every single week. <laughs> like no other conference is getting so after great. it that much with no fans, with no nothing, whatever going on. And it, it happens every time. Like what do you, what do you think leads to that? And what like it's got to be the high glass chips, man. Yeah. It's enough to piss you off. But yeah, what is it about the WCHA? Yeah. I mean, especially this year when you're playing a team so many times. Obviously, the True. Know, the, the tempers can brew and. Um, you know, there's guys, <laughs> certain teams with uh, certain guys that have those rivalries that have just been on standing. Guys are seniors. They've been playing each other for four years. And, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it just kind of boils over at some point. But um, we've been we've been pretty clean this year. I don't know if you've seen any of those fight videos from us, except, well, I guess, that Lake State one. We kind of got in the scrap right yeah. at the end. 
Yeah, um, a lot of Cato, a lot of Northern like, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of Cato, a lot of Northern VGs, VG usual too. culprits. Yep, um, <laughs> usual culprits. <laughs> I love it. They're mixed yeah, in there. I won't, I won't name any specific names, but I would have, if you would have told me there was a player getting kicked out of VG, I would have bet my house that <laughs> I have it right. Who are going to be? So I think. Are um, we allowed to say? It? No, we're just gonna, we all know who it is, and everyone <laughs> listening to this knows who it is. But we all know who it is. <laughs> oh, my house. That's that Dutch. Be, I love it though. Yeah. Oh. Just put it all on there. What about, like, as far as fighting? I mean, we're advocating every single day, I think, on this podcast to get it back in college <laughs> hockey. What would your take be on that? And then, like, as a attendee, like, have you ever mixed it up, like, in juniors or whatever? Uh, I mean, I guess I wouldn't be, like, like, I'm not a fan of, like, the pushing and shoving after the whistle with cages on. Cause, like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, if right. If you're yeah. not going to fight, like, what's the point? And I, we, we talked about in the locker room about guys being fake tough. It's like... <laughs> you're gonna get you're gonna get pummeled if you didn't have a cage on right now. Just to skate away, <laughs> and uh, you know I, I've never mixed it up myself. No, I did. Over three years of juniors, I never even came close. Mm, um, that's tough. I had the closest I ever was was uh, my last year in Omaha after leaving St. Cloud. Um, we were up eight one, I think, on Youngstown, <laughs> and after our eighth goal, there was like a scrum in front of our net, and their goalie like started shaking his gloves at me. Oh, like, I was going to fight him when we were up 8-1. Like, <laughs> man, I, I got 33 out of 34 going for me right now. I'm not going to fight you and get out of this game. Sorry. So That's, that's the grittiest thing. I've ever been, but I've uh, never actually fought. Shaking the mitts like it's a shell game or something. Like, we do <laughs> We do yeah. He's like, he's like a 6'5 Russian. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not fighting you. Just a little guy. Holy hell. He's just begging for it. Yeah. That, that was probably a good he, call. He you can ask guys around the league if you ever have them on podcast. I'm I'm a pretty nice guy, like in front of the net, um, yeah. social, <laughs> like to know how you're doing, stuff like that. I don't, I'm not really a mean guy very very often. I never saw it from you, especially in practice at Bemidji State. But uh, always okay. good good jokester guy. Uh, put smiles on the face around the room for sure. Um, great times with Drizzy at Bemidji. Um, but what's you know, I just got to ask how's how's Saratori been? Our old friend Saratori. Um, you know, obviously he's still spilling coffee all the way down the tunnel there, but what else is he doing for the boys <laughs> to get him going? Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's uh, he's obviously put us in a spot where, you know, the guys want to be. So that's all, at the end of the day, that's all you can ask for a coach. And, um, you know, he's he's navigated through the COVID year. Yep. Um, you know, he's, he's been adaptable and um, kind of giving us what we need as a team. And um, as far as, our, like, our team goes, we're still number one in the the penalty kill again, no surprise. No the surprise. Way that he coaches that, and uh, there's a reason for it because we spend a ton of time on it. Yep. Um, <laughs> so you know, he's he's doing everything he can during the COVID year to uh, you know give us the best chance to win. So that's all I can ask. I love it. Yeah. I mean, just Bemidji State and the PK just yep. go together so well. Yeah, they do. It's a staple. It's a staple. Yeah. If you're not, you know, it's 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 okay. We're gonna work on it for ten minutes, and then you look at the clock, and 45 minutes have gone by, and you're tired, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you're, you know, there's, it, it translates, I guess, but we spend a lot of time on it, and you know. Yeah. I mean, I'll, to that too, we got to talk about block shots here. I know uh, when I was there, Dan Billet yes, wore one to the face, and his cage like dented in where it was touching his face. But I mean, who's eating the most pucks? Who's your best friend out there on the decor for the beeves? Ooh, I think I actually think uh, Tyler Bold people blocked one with his cage last game against uh, Tech there at the end on a power play. So I did not see nice. that. Okay. Um, Brad Johnson's blocking shots. Well, I don't. Will's Mullet probably is right up there. Yeah, with, he's know, gritty. Blocks on a team. Um, you got a lot of D men that, that he pucks 
especially on the penalty killer. They're fun and everything. So mm-hmm. hats off to those guys. Yep. I love seeing that. I always love that. I mean, I wonder what they're, I got to get into the stat sheet because I'm a, I, I, I didn't even expect to check it because we attend Dion. Yeah. But yeah. if you were forward, I'd be getting after you about block shots. So. <laughs> or but, D in general. I mean, that's a big yeah. thing. Yeah. We, uh, we can get past that. But I've yeah, blocked yeah. plenty of shots this year. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Oh, shit. What about, uh, one thing we always ask our goalies is like, you know, well, first of all, I mean, James might even know this. I don't. Like, what, at what age did you decide to give Tendi a shot? And like, you know, why? Did you put yourself through that initially? Like, do you just enjoy pain or do you just, you know? Like, honestly, every time I get asked this question, I might come up with a different answer because I don't <laughs> even remember. I was like a second year might maybe and somebody forgot their gear. I think that's the story I go with. And, yeah, okay. Um, I just, I tried it on and, and I loved it. And um, kind of when I was little, I just liked the feeling of being able to kind of win the game for the team, I guess you can say. But as you get older, you kind of realize, oh shit, I can lose the game for the team too. But <laughs> Um, I started playing, uh, when I was probably the fourth year, my full time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, never looked back. Let's go. Okay. What, what, what was your position before then? Were you D were you eating shots at, at a young age? Oh no, no. <laughs> I was a forward. I, I still remember my first hat trick I scored as a third year might is like a spring tournament. Uh, in Bur- in the Burnsville, like ice rink. Third year might. Like, <laughs> my, my third goal, I was at the center ice face-off dot after my second goal. Yeah. I walked the center and went in and scored a third goal from <laughs> center ice, hat-trick. That's great. i never forget it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there's a great seller to that, but my being a third will, year. My dad will probably listen to say, you're full of bullshit. That never <laughs> Maybe it's a dream. I don't know. I think, I swear I was going to hat-trick as a player. Oh. You got to bring that up to the boys if they're not bearings. Be like, guys, I mean, if I'm out there, it'd be a hattie right now. Yeah. My last game I ever played. Turn it back to 04. I got a hattie now. <laughs> Third year mites. Uh, if, I, if I leave this with uh, this podcast without talking about my football career as a kid, then. then yeah, you got to talk about it. Yeah. Hit you got to talk about it. Is that where the grittiness comes from? Yeah. yeah. I played, um, I was an offensive lineman up until my sophomore year Ooh. in high school. So <laughs> I. Um, I actually just wore uh, wore my ECU football sweatshirt to uh, <laughs> hang out with the boys the other night. But, no, you didn't. Um, <laughs> I I was a five ten two oh five offensive center my sophomore year of high school that we made it to the state tournament in hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that year, I had to pick between continuing my career as a linesman or trying to continue my career in hockey. And I think I think I picked right. <laughs> I don't know, some, man. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. A beefy lineman. Yeah. Huge lineman. Yeah, so I I wore uh, I wore number sixty six on the whole line. Mm. So <laughs> that's a gritty I've number. Just, I've kind of gotten the new nickname of sixes this year instead of thirty three. So <laughs> I love uh, it. I'm surprised Toby didn't give you the number. I mean, true. can you imagine Drizzy wearing sixty six between the pipes right now? That'd be. I don't think anyone else. I thought about it. That's I thought about it for senior year change. Maybe uh, <laughs> senior year mix it up, sixty six. I don't know. That'd be great. <laughs> Greatest number. Well, doesn't doesn't Bemidji State have a football team? Yep. Yeah. Ever yep. thought about just going to sports, just running it, <laughs> like Dion? If I try to go on, the, if I try to get on the O line now, with what I look like, I would just absolutely demolish. <laughs> just so. maybe, maybe a tight end. Oh man, that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Talk about uh, what's up. Oh, go ahead. No, I was, uh, just wanted... I was gonna say I, I wanted to be a tight end when I was in fifth grade, but See? I was one pound over the weight limit to touch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. They're like, you're gonna kill so somebody. I had to be a, I had to be a, I had to be a lineman. It was brutal. Uh, that's funny. Man, that's if you could go stuff. back, I mean, it, it all worked. I out. do want to stay before the college um, time here, but you, yeah, you were a stud at Eastview. 
Um, was that when you like really realized you're going D1? I mean, you're going to have a chance to be a, a hell of a goalie at the D1 level. I didn't, I guess at the time I didn't really think I was like for sure going to be a division one goalie and playing college hockey, but I had the opportunity. Um, you know, I was pretty fortunate to be in all the high performance, yep. uh, you know, select 16s national camp, 17s national camp. So, uh, that's kind of how my St. Cloud commit started is because kind of all my buddies who were at that level, uh, were committing as well. So I kind of wanted to be, you know, I didn't want to be left out. So, um, but yeah, high school for sure. Um, the, the only way that I started playing my sophomore year of high school is another story. Um, and you want to hear that. Oh yeah. Fire. <laughs> um, I want to hear it. My sophomore year, my sophomore year, there's a, it was myself and a senior goalie. Um, we've been on the team for two years already. Um, you know, I was kind of a young, you know, up and coming kid mm-hmm. and I actually sprained my hand at the end preseason. And so he started like the first three or four games of the year. I was, I was out. And then when I got back, we started rotating until Christmas, every other game. Okay. Uh, and then we had the dirty Roch, uh, Rochester tournament, uh, over Christmas break. And he went and took a trip to Hawaii. He told our coach, he goes, Hey, sorry, I got a, I got a paid vacation to Hawaii. Uh, I mean, you got a tournament. I'm out. The coach said, <laughs> the coach said, if you leave and this kid's playing well, you're not playing again. He said, yep, I'm out of here. <laughs> and we ended up we ended up winning the Rochester tournament, and then the game after, we beat Egan, who was like third in the state at the time, and I had like 64 saves on 66 shots. We won, and uh, he, he didn't play again. So, the rest is history there. If wow. my kid didn't go to Hawaii, I might not be here right now. That's yep. the story. Hey, have you ever called him up and thanked him for you know booking <laughs> that trip with sandals or whatever the was hell it was? Trip? Yeah. I should. I should. <laughs> Definitely prepares you. What you know? You played in a couple of junior leagues. What does say? What would you say is the best league for a goalie to develop in right now? Um, I I like the USHL. I think yeah. um, a lot of people argue that the North American League produces a lot of good goalies, which it does. But mm-hmm. I just enjoyed. I think um, I was only in the North American League for two months, so I yep. you know I can't totally bash it. But um, spending a year and a half in Omaha in the USHL was. Uh, really, really good for me, and the the skill you see every day in practice. It's it's fast, it's talented, it's um, everything that you'll end up seeing at college. So I think that uh, that league really helped me, um, you know, with where I'm at today. Well, one question I wanted to ask, just like because we got, we got to do all of our attendee normal hits because I want yeah. to compare him against you know how he's playing in mittens. We had mittens on the pod before. Yeah, we got to give the bees need an up. even advantage. I mean, not even that didn't make sense. The bees need an even slate here because we had mitts on the pod. Yeah. Um, Great guy. He makes, I mean, beer pond tables at, in his garage. I mean, True. it's tough to do, but... Um, well, yeah, How are you friendly with Merrick's Mittens off the ice? Is that a <laughs> safe uh, question to ask? Off the ice, I mean, like, when, we are, when we're on the ice together, we always, you know, give each other nods and uh, in, in the whistles a few times, we toss the puck back and forth Ooh. to each other. And uh, So I'd say, yeah, I'd say we're friendly. He's a good guy, and, um, you know, congrats to him on the season he's having this year. He's having an unreal season, and Richter finalists, so um, you know, fired up for him, and hopefully, I mean, obviously not Friday night. I don't want to do buddies <laughs> with them, but um, yeah, you know, he's a good, good guy, good goalie for sure. Yeah, he's a beauty. Yeah, it's gonna be. I have a feeling a low scoring game, um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm pumped. Low scoring game, but we are giving the bump to Bemidji over Lake State. ECH so. bump. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or no matter what happens, but I guess my question for goalies is like, do you think it's fair? You know, that attendees obviously in hockey get the bad rap for just being the weirdest person in the locker room. Do you think mm-hmm. that lines up with, with you? Every attendee's denied it, that it's not them, but they do think that it's true 
otherwise, is what we've heard. See, that's exactly it. Like, yeah. I'm not a weird guy. <laughs> like, I, there's some things I do that are, like, like part of my game day routine. That it's yeah. not weird. It's just, like, it's just like routine, you know? But, right. like, I definitely, I have known goalies that are like, okay, yep, you're the weirdo. Yeah. Um, I, Schultze, our uh, media guy, in our last interview told me that in the last, or however long he's been working for BSU, um, I'm the most normal goalie that he's seen. So you take that and you do with it what you there want. But I'll take it. Um, like I have, you know, little quirks on the ice that you do things a certain way. You move snow in this pile and mm-hmm. then the next goes sleep, move it to this pile. Things, you know, <laughs> boys are all, you all, you all got your own, you know, little weird things, but off the ice, uh, I'd say I'm a pretty normal guy. I think I'm going to second that one. My I think, girlfriend might not think so. But. No, but I, I do. I think you're the most normal goalie I've ever met. Always always a joy to work with and making uh, me and Becca laugh on the bench every day. That was good stuff, good memories. But, uh, yeah, most normal goalie I've ever met by far. So I would say Becca so far, there. from who we've talked to on the on the pod, he's sound the most normal. I'll yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. For, for Tandy. How many Tandys have we had on? Like six, seven? Six, I think it's a six. I don't know. But a lot of good yeah. ones. I know that. So. Quite a few, yeah. Only the best. Obviously. Should we go speed round here? Yeah, let's rock some speed around. I'll throw in like all the sound animations later, but just uh, it's intense. Mm-hmm. Flying, you're a goalie. You know, mm-hmm. You're good. Saratori's yelling at you. Just remember. Yeah. In the background. <laughs> all right, let's do it. All right, who's got the hardest shot that you face in college hockey? All time? All time Jimmy or Schultz. could be the two? Jimmy Schultz. And, and down, Jimmy Schultz. Yeah, Shane yeah. Cloud. Yeah. God, former podcast. Ah, it's tough. Yeah, former <laughs> podcast member. Yep. Love that. Uh, what about favorite uh, team to play against in the WCHA? Mmm. Like rink or team? Let's let's switch it up. Favorite rink to go to? Favorite rink, okay. Uh, I don't mind Northern. I think Northern's not a bad spot. I, I kind of like the Olympic uh, rink and just yep. the style is for there. I go Northern. Okay. Northern. It's the first we heard that one, but yeah. What about best style, you know, on a game day coming to the locker room? Who, who looks like they're ready? I'm, I'm guessing Millsy is my pick. <laughs> no, not no, really. Millsy. Cardelli? Cards. Cardelli in the lineup? Yeah. Okay. What do you he wore, a, he wore a, a shirt, uh, like a sweater, like best thing this year. Um, that was John Daly's. Wow. Ooh. That's okay. Yeah. He said his, like his he dad like, it? bought it off him like a long time ago, and then he gave it to him. It was, it was sick. Damn. Okay. Our boy uh, Ian Janko, I remember he used to have a <laughs> Jefferson boy. That, that green coat. Green coat. He used to wear it in Saratory, like copied Saratory. The coach's coat, like same thing. The green coat. He'd wear it to the. Oh man. Oh, yeah. Came with a cup of Joe. Just the funniest, funniest thing I've ever seen. He was just a jokester. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Janko. God. But yeah, no, some good style. And I know who the Fitzgerald boys always had really good style. And Hamp. Hamp. I mean, a bunch of good guys there. Dickie's oh, probably yeah. the worst. I think Dickie's Ham, the worst. Ham had that sweetest style. Yeah. He looks good. He looks good coming to the rink for sure. Yep. What about uh, getting ready for the game day? Like, what are you doing? Uh, you said you're a little superstitious. Is anybody just, like, blasting music? Are you guys ripping smelling salt? Or, like, what's the routine to get you, you know, ready? Mm. I, I, I get to the rink. I get changed. I I don't stretch at all before a game. No I don't know if that's bad to say, but okay. um, <laughs> I, pretty much, I pretty much get to the rink. Uh, and play ping pong until we do our dynamic warm up as a team. I love that. I, don't know, I like to keep it light, loose. Uh, music's going in the locker room. I have my own headphones in mm-hmm. before the game. Um, the, you know, the weird here's the weird goalie thing I do for you. I go to the, I do my little reaction ball thing, but then I go out to the bench and do. Uh, I don't know if you've seen like the video of what Hellbuck does, kind of with his eyes. Yep, yep. Um, just that weird thing on the bench. I started doing that last year, and I kind of just like the way that it 
what it did to my eyes, just kind of getting them dialed in. So Absolutely. if you get a camera on me uh, in Mankato there before a game, then then you can capture it and say, here's the weirdo. So there you go. <laughs> well, maybe uh, I'm going to try to make it down there um, for one of the games here. I don't know. Do you know, is there fans allowed this weekend? Try to hit up someone for a media uh, pass. I'm not sure but. if there's going to be general public like tickets yet or not. I know we had like a really, really condensed ticket list just for our team even. So, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to ask Tobes for that. To but. See if, uh, <laughs> the tickets are sold. Well, ECH should get in the building, I think. Either that or we'll yeah. be in Bemidji on Sunday, probably. So I'll be skipping work. But God, gritty. Yep. Something. <laughs> I got to ask about SpongeBob. Is he on the helmet this year? Uh, he is not on the helmet this year. That was... Uh, is that just juniors? That was kind of out of left field. My last year of juniors. Yeah. He, uh, I, am, like, I, just, I like SpongeBob as a kid. And um, I always put my helmet down in front of me in the locker room in between periods. So it was just kind of something to laugh at for me. <laughs> kind of keep it light in between periods. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I got my, paint, my new paint job uh, for junior year there. And I went uh, Tom and Jerry this that time around oh, on yep. the top of my helmet to look at. Nice. Um, that one, my grandpa and I used to watch that all the time, and he passed away. Uh, so that would the way to keep it light and funny, but also have a little bit of meaning there. So Absolutely. that's what I'm rocking this year. No, it's working for you. Um, I do yeah. want to. I do have another question um, about the outdoor game and that experience and what that was like. Just going through all that. Remember, you know that. Just talk about that. You miss it? That was the most it my was. favorite experience. Everyone got frostbite, man. Yeah. I didn't even play, and I got frostbite yeah, in every. Like the outdoor game was like so much fun, mm-hmm. but I never want to do it again. Yeah, like, it was it was so cold. Um, the guys on the bench at least had heaters kind of on the bench for them. Yeah, yeah, you're and just stuck on the ice the entire time, and they want to keep doing like the ice, uh, like cleaning the ice at like the five minute marks, you know, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I'm just standing out there. It's negative forty. Um, <laughs> you can't see anything when the when the play is going on because it's pitch black in the background. I think DB scored a goal from the red line. That yep. Game. Yep. Um, it was me and Bay dude. And we're like, what, like, what are we even doing? But it was, you know, really, really cool experience for sure. Being a Minnesota guy. Man, fun. the locker rooms were in a trailer. There's like four trailers. Each team got two trailers. We're just in a trailer, just packed. Like you walk in, you can't just even walk. Just huddling for like, warmth yeah. at that point. <laughs> no. oh, yeah. I mean, I had to go back every five yeah. minutes and Jersey's just out there for the whole game, just freezing his ass off. And it was, it was awful. It was, we were crammed in there, and um, I don't. I think we had like I don't even remember honestly how we got there. We took a bus like yeah. half dressed or something from the rink. We had to warm up. I made the worst mistake. <laughs> I warmed up um, in the same socks at the rink that I ended up wearing in my skates for the outside game. That's so you could have asked me to get you new skates or new socks already going into the game. Ugh. That's probably why my my toes froze. Obviously, yeah. But, but no no frostbite or anything. No, none for me. I think Adam Brady was the only one who had uh, his toes felt uh, felt it for a while. Actually, after the game, yeah. Um, no, just uh, cool memories. Cool for Dylan. I said, you know, hometown guy, and that's something I'll remember forever. Yeah, I mean that that o- yeah the OT win for Eichstead there in overtime, hometown kid. I mean, first arrival team in Michigan Tech was unbelievable. That was just. It was chills, but you couldn't get chills because it, it was negative 30 out. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget Drizzy comes up to me. Drizzy comes up to me before the game. He's like, hey, can you put a winter cap over my helmet? I'm like, it's not going to help much, man. It's negative 30 out there. <laughs> and here I am zip-tying no. a fucking winter hat to his helmet. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was great. It was just for style. Yeah, just style, but I mean, it's... Uh, <laughs> I was just like, man, this game's going to be so cold. It worked out. Got yeah. the dub. Yeah. 
Oh, it's just good good yeah. memories there, and man, I, I really miss Bemidji trying to make it back up there, and hopefully we get something to celebrate about here in a couple of weeks. But um, yeah, man, no, just yeah, absolutely. Yeah, any any other speed round questions we got for him? I th- we ran through them all. Uh, yeah. One more what, music, music. What what kind of music listening to before the game? Like pregame, pregame, pre-game music. Yeah, oh, fired up. I, I've had the same. Uh, this actually was a question in the locker room. These guys were curious. I was in my headphones. I've had the same. A downloadable pregame playlist um, from Jimmy Schultz's younger brother John in my years before a game since my first year of junior hockey. Like you go like seven years, right? The same song plays when I do this. The same song plays when I do that. Um, I think the, the very first song that I like started putting my gear onto is "Burn It to the Ground" by Nickelback. <laughs> uh, I just like I I just like don't want to change it. I don't know. You can't. I think there's there's uh there's some of Vici in there. Mm. Um and I think the last song I've kind of changed up like the last song I listened to, but before tech I went out both games to uh Donald Trump by Mac Miller. No. Oh, That's the last okay. song my I don't know. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Those are all big throwbacks. Yeah, I think this will be the first pod ever where we have a Nickelback playing out song. So I mean, yeah. That's what I'm picturing okay. right now. We can mix it up. Otherwise. I think we got to start it with Nickelback because <laughs> this is releasing on game day. I think we have to yeah. throw some Nickelback in this video. But burn it to the ground. Burn it every to the ground. I'm going to put my socks on. I did promise. We oh, do we have any fan questions that were really good? Can you? Uh, well, we already covered one. Was how do, Who do you yeah. have paint your mask for you? Um, did, did you say who? Yeah, no. We don't have I mean, a who. who. Who paints your mask? Yeah, so I uh, my mask is painted by uh, John Sperano. He's uh, out of Omaha, so he, he took over uh, my mask when I played for the Lancers there, and um, we've actually grown into really good family friends since then. Um, cool. So he does a great job. He does a lot of the WCHA masks uh, around the league, and he's really, really expanded away from, you know, he's still in the USHL, but he's really uh, broadened into college as well, and uh, he does a great job. So shout out to uh, Helmethead Designs there. There we go. Yeah, I've heard of them. Uh, the other, I mean, you asked, you wrote one, SpongeBob. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I said a man. We, ask about we had that. one that's a Mankato chirp. I don't know. Do we want to throw that no, one in? No. Okay, that's what I thought. And then the last one we didn't really cover is who's your favorite team to play against in the WCHA? I guess we, we should have threw the fan right? question sticker out earlier. We always do this to ourselves. Not, yeah. Don't give enough time. Well, the other ones we've all covered. That's what yeah. I'm saying. No, yeah, I know. Favorite team to play against? Yes, that's from Carson8328. Uh, Shouts. Shouts. <laughs> That's tough. Like I, you know, I, I like making saves. So, um, so I just like good games. So <laughs> it's tough to say Mankato because they're they're a really good team. So sometimes it's not fun. But yeah, um, when you play on a Friday or Saturday night in Mankato and you know that place is juiced, it's mm-hmm. an unreal game, unreal atmosphere. It's um, you know similar to like an NCHC Nodak. You know, it's, it's close to the WCHA can. <clears throat> It's Nodak, right? So, yep. um, and that's that's a pretty cool place to play for sure. Yeah, I love. I mean, yeah. After we made that game day experience, I mean, Mittens was on an island, mm-hmm. and I think he would say the same thing. Like he was having a good night, and they almost won that game. So yeah, yep. they're gonna get a ton of shots, and the place is gonna be rowdy, just chirping you. I guess that is my last question. Like, are you? Do you kind of enjoy you know not having fans uh, at some away rinks? I'm guessing no. Just be like, but like, is it kind of nice that they're not just in the back of your ear, just chirping you when they're no, yeah. I love it. You know, I love it. Yeah, yeah, you got it. I love when I skate to a corner and uh, you know fans on the other team are cheering me. Give them one of these, let them yeah. hear it. Um, <laughs> I think it's something to build off of. It makes the game more enjoyable, more fun, and you know it's different. If you're losing four zero when that happens, if you're yeah. losing four zero, then maybe you're not you know hyping them up as much. But right. um, 
no, I, I like I like uh, interacting with the fans in whatever way. So I miss that for sure. Yeah, I do got one more question. Now this one's from former BB Quip manager Elliot here, but he wants to know what your opinion is of Toby. I like those. Me and Toby get along great. Yeah, he always comes out and hangs all us in the back of the bus. He's, you know, he he is without a doubt the most detailed and professional equipment manager I've had Mm. in my career. He he does things his way the right way, and um, you know, if you need something, he'll help you out. He's a heck of a golfer. It's fun to watch him out on the course. Oh yeah. Uh, good yeah, guy all around man guy. I think uh, yeah we're not sitting right here at the studio right now without Toby so he gave me a job there and got me connections and a good experience and met Drizzy I mean yeah it's all it's all come together so shout out to Toby for sure because he deserves a pod and a uh, big reason why the bees are where they are I'm going to say it yeah. exactly <laughs> he's, out, he's always yelling six he's got six guys on the ice for the other team he's running the stopwatch on the bench um, yeah, I think he's, I think he's drawn three penalties this year on too many men. He's, that's good. He's, all he's keeping that stat. Yeah, I mean, he's got some power plays for the Beavs. So, um, Teams are going to be calling oh, yeah. him up for that. <laughs> no, Toby's great. And, uh, yeah, I definitely miss Bemidji and the boys. So, um, no, Zach, best of luck this weekend. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, it is Friday right now. You know, it's game day. Beavs Nickel play at 737 to play. tonight versus yeah. Lake State, trying to make it back to the NCAA tournament. Um, and, yeah, I mean, roll Beavs, baby. Roll Beavs. Roll these. All right. So that's a wrap we just had on Zach Driscoll, the senior goaltender, or better yet, the senior wagon, I would say, for your Bemidji State Beavers, James. Yep, absolutely. Just a brick wall for the Beavers. Um, better guy off the ice than even is on. So, I mean, just a just a beaut all around. And uh, thank you to Zach for coming on. But what were you going to say? I was going to say, yeah, better all around on and off the ice because he did win the WCHA student, uh, student athlete. athlete of the year. <clears throat> yep. So, yep. so he's just smart for no effing reason too. So yeah, just a good, good guy and uh, like I said nice. in the pod, like just you know putting smiles in everyone's face and uh, good locker room guy. Just good guy to have if you want to win a championship. Yeah, especially playoff time, WCHA. It's coming up. You know we love our guy Merrick's mittens and <laughs> yep. Lake State over there, but we do God. love our beeves even more. I mean it's gonna be a one zero game probably. Just two studs between the yeah. pipes this weekend, and uh, yeah, you're gonna want to tune in that tonight, um, seven thirty seven, uh, Central Time at. Uh, Verizon Center. So yeah, the the bees again are playing for a chance to hopefully get a, just a bid here in the NCAA tournament. Um, you know I'm going to be watching that one and pumped if uh, mm. on Flow Hockey, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you call me on Sunday, I won't be answering. I'll say that after Sunday, yeah, or Monday morning for that matter. The selection Friday? show. The selection show is Sunday. Selection show. So Friday. Monday morning, don't call me. Um, game yeah. is Friday though. I believe. The game is Friday. Yeah, and then we'll know. So I mean, it's just going to be just. It could be yeah, a week. We'll say a week. So you're listening to this. It's game day. It's game day right Remember now, that. and. Uh, it's been a little bit, though, so I yeah. think we, let's recap from uh, last week. Obviously, every conference tournament has started by now, uh, saying this on Tuesday night right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's touch on. So, for me, should we start on the Atlantic? Yeah, we got it. We got to go grittiest conference besides the dub shot. It's, it's the Atlantic, and uh, start us off, that way. We know so, who to talk about. Yeah, uh, Niagara. Mm-hmm. Hello, comeback, yep. yo. A, a team that we rode hard all year last year and uh, season mm. shut short. They didn't forget. They're here. No. I yeah. mean, they might have uh, been out for about a month, month and some change, and mm. then they came back with a vengeance. My boy Jack Billings, just yep. a t- an NHL kind of tuck for no reason, shooting behind the goal line and just burying an OT winner. Next night they come out, they get a freaking, I think a red line goal mm-hmm. that kind of just greased in there. And yeah, they, they've seen themselves in the uh, semifinals of the Atlantic. So, I mean, no one wants to run into Niagara, and yeah. I feel a little bit bad for AIC. Like, they haven't played it very much hockey mm-hmm. either, and they're not nearly as hot as this Niagara Eagles team. So we got Canisius moving on, or Canisius, can of corn, can of tuna. Canisius, Canisius, is playing against Army. That's gonna, gonna be a good matchup. They honestly just rolled over RIT. Didn't see that coming. Uh, shout out to our boy Will Calverly. So yeah. love you. 
Um, but yeah, so that's the matchup there. And then we got a very hot Eagles team looking to upset AIC. Yeah, I mean, they're, they they battled through the play-in game. Um, and then this last weekend, you know, Friday they lose a tough one, 3-2 to Rob Morris. So that was a gritty game. Next night gets even grittier. Double OT win for Niagara. So it's 1-1. You're mm-hmm. going game three on Sunday. Game seven situation. And they come with a 2-1 win versus RMU. A good offensive team this year that was playing for a chance in the tournament because they have the offense this year. And right. well, we'll see if they get in. But uh, you know, I don't think they will after that one. Niagara's hot. Especially if Niagara's, you know, sneaks away with the any kind of championship game or anything who knows playing if they shut make down it. d like yeah. they were scoring goals all year when they were playing and now they're actually but defending like, like them, we've you said know? you know we had rb on last week and they're they're right there and aic's right there so the all, all bubble teams right there and i mean i think the atlantic gets two pe- two teams and you know there's yeah. deservedly so, i think so. they for sure should get two teams i think army and aic baby niagara if they win it obviously whoever yeah. wins it's getting that bid but <laughs> Uh, and also, Canisius could definitely get that. They've been, you know, playing Absolutely. really well as of late. But how about we jump over to Hockey East? Mm. Uh, tough one for your UConn team. Yeah, I, I took Ice Bus, and um, yeah, yeah, I'm just fan favorite. I took it. Yeah. You know, realistically, I'd pick UMass, but I got I'm hurting for UConn boys right now. And Providence really gave it to him, six one win um, there. But it's yep. it's tough. I mean, I'd say that was that was tough. It wasn't the biggest upset, obviously. No. I mean, UMass. Stole, I wouldn't consider it an upset either. They were set ranked seventeenth. UConn wasn't right. so. Yeah, um, but you, the UMass Lowell team, the Riverhawks. I mean, they've had a. Um, I wouldn't say surprising. I mean, I, I expected them to win the first round. I thought you know the one versus BU would be close, and sure enough, it was, and they they snuck away with a one goal victory there, and big win over BU, who's I'd say probably could be you know in the tournament no matter what. Yeah, I think they're they're shooing, but obviously now they're probably a four seed. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, now they're a four seed. They're they're playing you know either Nodak, Mankato, um, who knows, but gonna be tough for them but uh still in and good for the riverhawks want to see them in the absolutely. tournament absolutely deserve it who do they got this weekend this weekend they're playing bc who mm. had a narrow victory over new hampshire there yeah uh, shout out to the wildcats came back down 3-0 early yeah yeah they made it a game they rallied i mean they they played boston college tough both times before mm-hmm. uh but yeah 3-2 boston college comes out with that w I believe they're facing UMass Lowell. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Double. That makes sense because oh, yeah. UMass is going to be playing Providence, who um, UMass yeah. took oh, care yeah, yeah. of Northeastern four to one win there. So um, I think God, it's going to match. They, they've up. looked good, man. If I had to say, I'm going to say UMass versus BC, like just to predict it. I mean, UMass Lowell is the hungrier team. They kind of not that they need to win. I feel like that they're they're obviously a bubble team. Yeah, but just getting there, beating BU might put them in the tourney. But obviously, yeah, I'm going to say. Most likely BC. US. I think uh, if we're gonna if we're gonna jump another conference, we're going to the Dubcha uh, WCHA mm. final final WCHA tournament for you know the near future here. Um, but what a what a weekend for the Northern Michigan Wildcats! I can't tell you you know how 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 pumped I was to see that five to one win in a game three, um, Northern Michigan and Bowling Green at Bowling Green too with fans. You know it was loud enough and you know their season's on the line. Northern Michigan came out and just spanked Bowling Green and it got pretty physical there at the end as we saw in that Twitter clip. Um, yeah, yeah times to get gritty. that way with especially these two teams, kind I mean, of the more friskier teams. I was, in the that's, WCHA. that's a that's a, you know playoffs. Anything's anything goes, but uh, I'm surprised we didn't see a full line brawl there. I gotta yeah. say, my favorite part is just looking through all like the Twitter replies and people. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a Bowling Green fan, and yeah. I hate what I saw. Like, with the mm, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's just uh, yeah, I mean, but, it's it's playoff hockey. Like, like, like we happen. talked about with Drizzy on the pod today, uh, a big a big uh, sweep for for. Yeah, any bubble team, but especially Bemidji in their conference. You yeah, know, seeing I mean, Bowling Green going, which. That Bowling Green had been kind of falling all season. I don't know if, like, obviously Bemidji had swept them both times they played them this year. So yeah, Bowling Green, but I I'm think they're on top to me. But Bemidji stayed over over Michigan Tech was just, I mean, right. they were down Saturday and came back and won that game. So um, I think as long as Mankato uh, takes care of Northern Michigan, which I expect them to do, I think yep. regardless of what happens between this series with Lake State, Bemidji's in. But it's just a single game. You know, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, 
No, the Bemidji needs to win this one. The win, and they're, they're going to win. In. ECH bump. That's, ECH that's, bump. That's all we're saying. Just, I'm just praying for a good game there. Really want my thieves to be in. I mean, I have no idea. Oh, um, I, can, I can tell sitting over here. Should we jump down to uh, Big Ten? Yeah, keep that's been a firing. hell of a series, man. Wow, was that? Uh, it's been a fun one to watch. To start with Penn State over Notre Dame. Notre Dame 2-0 early in that game. At home. And then all of a sudden I look, and it's like 3-2, 4-2, like yeah. whatever. It was 4-3, 6-3 final. Regardless, Penn State. Hell of a run in the Big Ten tournament. Could still, I mean, bubble they, team. They, I mean, and then the next the next game, they give, uh, you know, Wisconsin a run for their money if it wasn't for um, the hockey god, Cole Caulfield, coming yeah. in and taking that one from him. I mean, He's Penn State's good, in the number, championship the game tonight versus Minnesota, and it might be a different story as we see Minnesota just housing, um, I mean, housing Wisconsin tonight. P.J. Flex got to be proud. They're about to put up a tutty on him, so... I, I mean, it's it's been, wow, what a game tonight. Both teams, Minnesota and Wisconsin, will be in the NCAA tournament, 1-2 seed probably. Oh, easily. Um, but still, just, you like to see a border battle. I hope we get another rematch. I want, you know, Gophers, North Dakota. I want Gophers, um, um, Badgers in the playoffs. Like, everyone wants those matchups, the rivalries to happen in the NCAA tournament. But uh, shout out to the Gophers. You know, we're recording this on Tuesday night live right now during the game, but they're going to go ahead and, 99% chance of winning this game going to the third period up 5-1. You never know. 5-2 now. 5-2. So 15 um, minutes left in the 15 third. minutes left. But uh, yeah, you never know. And I think, uh, you know, the Gophers are well-deserved championship with the Big Ten here. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was surprising to me. I was happy to see that the Gophers, I did predict them to win the tournament, but yep. I said that they could not be Wisconsin. So I'll leave my words there. They're yep. taking care of them, finally showing up and playing their best game. So yeah, I mean, barely snuck out with a... Uh, with um, a win over Michigan State, no T, and then last night, you know, I think Straussman would like to have that second one back from, you know, Rantis that under the pad there, but yeah. they were down and out versus Michigan, and also on third period, boom. Good teams find ways to they win. They do, James. they do, Just but like the Straussman's got to have that one, and uh, I don't, yeah. yeah, you know, I predicted Michigan to win that tournament, and shocked they didn't win that one last night after the way they started it, but yeah, here we are, Big Ten tournament uh, championship going on, let's, you know, jump to St. Cloud, North Dakota, they still have 2-1 right now? Yep, 2-1, well, that's what it says, 14. you never know what's college hockey news, but we got 2-1 mm. St. Cloud State over North Dakota <laughs> with 14 minutes left in the second a lot can happen there but mm. uh we should start with the beginning the nchc tournament i mean yeah i mean that's been a denver wow. uh almost took care of business against north dakota like that was a great game last night i mean yep. a bunch of overtime games on, just for them uh, Monday night just for denver to, to win the first one versus uh uh omaha omaha that was, was that was a big win and and yeah i mean a lot of bubble teams like who I think Omaha still gets in. Like it's kind of unfair how they had to play North Dakota four straight times to end their season. Yeah, and then you face Denver, who I mean is they're right there. Like Denver, if they were healthy all all year, <laughs> I think easily could have been. That's the, like I tweeted last night. I think they could be the 16th team, and they're just yeah. they proved it last night with guys missing. They were right there with North Dakota gas in overtime. So um, yeah, impressive team right there. I, I don't think they deserve to be snubbed. I'd rather see them get in versus obviously not to you know shame the Atlantic or anything or WCHA, but. I'd rather, see them get in, I'd rather see them get in over a third WCHA team or a third Atlantic team or even a fourth Big Ten team. Like, yeah, Denver's no, right so. there. So, um, yeah, no, interesting. And uh, it'll be interesting to see who wins the championship for the NCHC, the Frozen Faceoff this weekend. So, or tonight. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Nodak comes back and win it. I mean, just with all those fans going nuts, that's how it was in Denver. Like, they were mm. out shooting them the whole game. Denver was up one nothing because that, you know, shot off the skate. Yep. I think that's kind of how it's going to happen here tonight is that they're going to rally. They're going to get the extra man figured out. But, uh, yeah, still still crazy stuff happening. I'm happy to see that Duluth got that win that they needed. Yep. Uh, didn't beat St. Cloud State. You know, I don't even care. Uh, yeah. it, it's all about tourney time now. It's tourney time. And St. Cloud State's going to have a better seed, whatever. Let's just get to it. I'm touching so on that. Pumped. I mean, all right, so it's a little pause right there. Last time we checked in, it was five to two Gophers with fifteen minutes. I mean, left. we were speaking as five to one. Yeah, well, five and that's to a ninety-nine percent chance the Gophers are the Big Ten champs. And then what happened, Thelly? 
Uh, then about two more goals. Caulfield uh, chimed in finally. 5-4 with, I think, three minutes Just left. Just a nip and a half, man. Just. Yeah. I mean, Ping! Wisconsin had 50 shots on yeah. net, and I think before that one, Caulfield had six or seven himself. So yeah. he was due. Wisconsin almost gets in there. Just but tip that, of the cap, man. What a comeback. Like, yeah. He made that a game. It, it was a two-goal game, and I thought it was. A, it felt like a one-goal game. It reminded me a lot of us and Chell, just a third-period team. You know, you yeah. might not start as strong as you'd like, but uh, I think we always get the most pucks deep when it comes to the and, third. And so. here comes Dan with a text right now saying, Big Ten's such a joke. Not even a tweet about the championship yet. I mean, yeah, he's salty I, about the dog still. Yeah, he he's not happy. I, I feel his pain there, but I mean, that it, is a huge Big Ten title I think for the it helps the, I think the dogs losing that game helps them. Just the way that they are. Coach Allen, just everything he does. I think <laughs> them coming in as an underdog, if you want to call them that. They're always an underdog. It just motivates them Under more and makes them more dangerous the in the tournament. But yes, to your point, yeah. what a tilt there between the Gophers and the Badgers. Shout out, I mean, just the Badgers, tip of the cap to them. They got the regular season title. Golfers get the Big Ten uh, tournament title. But what, what all that matters is the dance here, and uh, I hope these teams match up in the playoffs I'm in, the, in the tournament. So Yeah, sir. So I say, uh, I think we hit every conference then, right? Yeah, we've we've touched every conference. Oh, ECAC, Quinnipiac. I mean, they, yeah, they get that bid. That's the tough thing is you don't know if, uh, I guess we could add them to but the I mean, St. Lawrence and Colgate, if they win the ECAC, they're in. I hope they don't just because I don't think either of those deserve to be in mm-hmm. because it's not it's not a tournament, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it, you have to win two games. Yeah. Three games. I don't know if it's a series or not, but I think Quinnipiac's the only one deserving coming out of there. Yeah. I'll say it. Um, so hopefully Quinnipiac takes that tournament, kind of frees up uh, possibly an Army spot. Yeah. You want to see, know? I mean, for me personally, I want to see an Army. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, I want to uh, see an Army uh, spot. A Niagara, um, a Lake <laughs> State. Mm-hmm. I'd say Lake State and Bemidji and Minnesota State. I know. I think, you know, Mittens could really steal a game in the tournament. So yeah. Let's, um, let's run through. So a lot of people have been yeah, asking, who do yeah. you think's going to be in this the tournament? Segment, on this segment right here, we're going to run down the 16 teams that we think should be in this tournament selection show is on yep. Sunday, I believe on NCA.com and ESPNU, correct? ESPNU for sure. I don't know about NCAA. I think it will be on both. Okay. Um, we'll be going live Sunday and, and definitely posting about it and guaranteeing that because we are the so best college hockey up. page. Yeah, you're going to want to tune into ECH every day, but uh, especially mm. Sunday, and that's going to be a fun day. And, you know, especially for all these schools that lost their season last year that, you know, for sure, you know, definitely deserve to be in it last year, like Minnesota State, uh, Bemidji, um, just the Gophers had a run last year. I'm, there's a lot of teams that are uh, a lot on the table left still. So, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're mad and they want their shot at it. So, yeah, I'm pumped for Sunday and just the tournament in general. But uh, who do we got going to the dance here? All right. So, for sure, I'm not even talking seeds. I just ones that we know are in North Dakota. Yep. Obviously, yep. Boston College. Yep. For sure. Minnesota State, Mankato. Yep. yep. That's three. I mean, and, and Minnesota, Minnesota after Gophers. the Big Ten Championship. And that, so that's four. You know, regardless of Minnesota State winning that uh, WCHA tournament, if they do or not, I, I still think they're the. No, they're the fourth one seed, so I think they still lock it up. Right. I think Quinnipiac's in no matter what. Yeah, I'll but I, like I, they don't need. I hope they win their tournament. I don't think they. Need I don't know. To. What, I'd say a three seed. Uh, yeah, not a high seed. I think three or four for them. Uh, uh, just no, because four. of yeah, strength of schedule just wasn't there. They can't control yeah, that. But yeah. you know, uh, Wisconsin's in obviously. Yeah, so yeah that's hell six. of a season by them. I'm gonna jump over. I think so. Either AIC or Army's for sure in. We don't know who's gonna win that tournament. Then we also got Canisius and Niagara lining up there. Whoever wins that Atlantic tournament's getting a bid. Yeah. I hope there's two. I hope it's AIC. Any one of those teams could win it, but or Niagara. I would. Yeah. I mean, I love my Eagles. God, I would love three. I'd love three AIC Army. Give me them all. Can we take them all? Can we make it a top (laughs) twenty? But realistically, realistically, back to our point here, you're you're gonna see two max. Uh, I'm I'm thinking Army has been well deserving, and they could yep. you know pull up pull a Air, what Air Force did the other year uh, a couple years back. Not it's like four years back, but beat St. Cloud in that first game. Like right. it's gritty hockey. It's it's good yeah, goaltending. It's good. Yeah, I got Trevin between the a pipes hot power there. Play. And, 
Um, yeah, Colin's going to just keep firing pucks like Caulfield has. So Army, yep. I think, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say Army is that last team in the tournament, win or lose that uh, Atlantic tournament. But um, I think so too. I think, I, I think they're taking down. AIC is tough because like you said, they haven't had a lot of people, a lot of games lately. So it's, yeah. I mean. They're still in because, I mean, when it comes to win-loss ratio, which is why the Minnesota Gophers women's team didn't make the tournament yeah. because they, were, they lost one more game than Boston College and Providence. Um, I think that's what it comes down to. Like Army, they're, they're winning games, same with AIC. So AIC mm-hmm. has the best win-loss ratio. I think that gets them in. Uh, it's a funny year, so I'm thinking Army too, and they deserve it. Like, um, you know, all jokes aside, Army has been the hottest team in college hockey, and they can win the tournament. And I think, you know, when it comes down to, like we said, you know, hot goalie and, and Trev and, uh, mm-hmm. and and Riley, a coach that's seen it all and, and has done it all. Grit. So And they got the ECH bump. So I Army, for sure, I don't care, and I don't think they care, as long as they're in the damn thing. Yeah. Get that, you know, that last that last seed. They're really on the bubble. No one I, wants I to see them Army. winning that next series. If they can win that next series, I don't see any reason under any circumstances, that they do not make the NCAA tournament. I mean, yep. unless, you know, Niagara were to go win that thing and, and Lake State wins the WCHA, you know, Big Ten's been decided by a, a two-seed in Minnesota and, and North Dakota. Kind of what you expect. It's going to be a one-two-seed, too, so it's not yep. going to really hurt them. You know, if Denver would have won and won this tournament. Lowell wins it all. Yeah, that would hurt them, but East. if Denver would have won the tournament, that would have killed them. I mean, I, yeah. I think it's rolling right for you. You know, and now you got Clarkson dropping out of it, who was, again, a bubble team there. Shout out to Clarkson, just... Getting on a little, uh, yeah, just a bender. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it is what it is, you know. I know they're and it's a bad look on the school and it hurts the boys and it hurts the recruiting, but I, I don't know, man. At the end of the day, I'm gonna here's what I'll say here's what I'll say. It's, it's I'm gonna say be straight it. up honest with you. You can't tell me during a COVID year, you know, these all these players work their bag off to get D1, you know, especially the Big Ten schools and the NCAA. You, you can't tell me that they're not gonna party the whole school season. You're in college once in your lifetime, right? Especially if you're having just a year and a half, you can't tell me you're not gonna, you know, have a little fun while the only time you're in college. Yeah, it's college, kids. and and you can't. I don't even blame Clarkson on it, and a lot of people hated on him, but uh, they had a good year, and it's a learning lesson, and they'll be back next year. I guarantee you that. Facts. Yeah, but, I, I thought it was funny more than anything, and yeah, why not at least see if they get a bit? Like, keep them out of the tournament because for COVID protocols, whatever, but yeah. at least let them have, you know, they earned that much. They played through a COVID season. They did everything right before that. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. not at least see if they get picked? Yeah, so, so I mean, back back to what we're saying, though, it's just Army, you know, I think... It's their year, baby. You know, the dominoes fell in the right direction here. It's Army's in, and I would say... AIC is in with them, but uh, I'm not ruining on Niagara for sure or Canisius for that matter because Canisius looked very good versus RIT. We'll get so. there, but so obviously going down this list, you know, you got Army, AIC, Michigan, one team we haven't even mentioned yet, St. Cloud State. Uh, almost I, right now, as of recording, they're down four to two yeah. to North Dakota. I think you know that that game's not over yet. I think there's like ten minutes left, something like that in the third. But St. Cloud's in, regardless, they're no in. doubt. So I mean, if we go by, should we go by conference to break this down easier before we do the final sixteen? I mean. If we break it down by conference one more time here, I mean... NCHC, I think, should get for sure four. Yeah. For sure three, I would argue they should get five. I don't think that's going to happen. But Five? No way. Four. Four, okay. four only. North Dakota, St. Cloud State, Duluth, yep. and Omaha. Omaha have been top ten most of the majority of the year. I mean... They just had to face they the get, They get those four teams. They could beat anyone in the, in the, in the country. I was going to say state, yep. but anyone in the country... And if you go to Big Ten, you got for sure Minnesota, who won the Big Ten tonight champ, uh, championship. You got yep. Wisconsin, and you got Michigan. Those are for sure. And, and if you go WCHA. Okay, we're just going for sure right now. Yeah, we're going okay. for sure. So what do we got? We're at seven right now. For yep. sure, WCHA, I would say Minnesota State. And on the bubble, Bemidji State still, Lake State. Lake State but bubble. maybe almost lock them down is for sure. I mean, 
still Both bubble though. I mean, that, that they, they play each other, so that's tough. With well, the loser of that Friday night, uh, so that's tilted. three right there. We're at ten. We're at ten. If we go to Atlantic, I would say for sure AIC and Army. Let's say, let's say for sure Army and just cut it there. So now we're only at twelve. We're at twelve. But how you go to Winnipeg hockey East? Is thirteen for ECAC. Yep. And now you go to hockey, hockey East. East. You got three teams, and you, you, possible you, you obviously Providence. Obviously BC is in there for sure. Yeah. I I mean BC after that in, and UMass for sure. But after that, I would that, say BU is a for sure. That's three. So that's sixteen. And, so we're waiting on these tournaments to come around, and that's why the Atlantic might get shafted. Like. Which yeah. We don't, same with WCHA. If there's conferences that are going to get shafted, I hate to say it. Yeah. It's the, it's my two favorite conferences. It's and I and I'm a Duluth guy. I love the Atlantic and I love the WCHA more because it's gritty. It's gritty. It's gritty. It's, and there's teams that just don't get enough love, so I'm going to give it to them. They should a, the Atlantic should get two in my book, and WCHA should get three. I don't know if it's going to happen. It's I just don't think it's going to happen. I think Atlantic gets one or WCHA gets two, and that's it. And yep. that's why that sad at that Friday night uh, sad moment that Friday night uh, matchup we'll to see. Lakes Tampa Bemidji comes down to who's getting cut. I think unfortunately, yeah. I think that's the conference that gets cut because I don't think ASC is winning this tournament. But you know, if well, ASC doesn't win, if, if ASC doesn't win this tournament, you know where are they seated right now? Like where are they seated right now? USCHO, they're top fourteen. You know, so I would they're fourteen. They gotta be in. So it's. If but yeah, they gotta win this game. They gotta they gotta win this. Yeah, they can't lose. It's single game right now, and they have to beat Canisius. Yeah, no, Canisius is playing Army. They uh, can't lose to Niagara. Yeah. That is an absolute AIC fact. Niagara. So let's that's cut that the again. dangerous game. So you know that they're for AIC right now. You come down to a WCHA might have two. You know, the, depending on the winner of uh, Lake State Bemidji, I think that that winner's going on. The others, their season's over. But I will say, you know, the Atlantic AIC plays Niagara. AIC loses to Niagara, they might be out. That they might be, be the team out, and then you might see Lake State slip in if it's a good close game. To that yeah, last there's spot. so many just Niagara wins that tournament. Tiny in. Who knows? So as of recording this on a Tuesday, this is March. I think 16th. it's all up to Niagara here at the end of the bubble, it, man. It, it dude, really Niagara, is. The Purple Eagles if, are if, if AIC beats Canisius too. Canisius, yeah, I mean they, that's, they win that, it all. Yeah. That's going to throw things on top of itself. So Bemidji and Lake State are pulling for yeah. AIC or Army. Either an Army one. to win this week. The week this weekend's first games in the semis. Yeah. So I. I mean, I don't know. That's that's what's on the bubble. I wish we, we had these games um, slated with, for tonight. but We already kind of slated Quinnipiac as the winner of that tournament. If St. Lawrence or, Clark, or Colgate wins that tournament, that's going to flip things too because neither of those teams I don't think deserve to get in. No. But they get an automatic bid if they win that tournament. Yep, yep. So, so there's a lot of factors there. I mean, let's... Okay, so one more time. Um, for Shit, for Northern us. Michigan could win. I mean... I don't think they will at all, but they could. Those they could. Wildcats I mean, let's could. not rule them out. The NMU Puckheads, they've been electric all season for the fans that have been able them, to come. But it's but, Mankato. Uh, it's at Mankato. And, but Mankato, man, they struggle. I know you said it, but they struggled with Fair State last week. Not struggled. They, you know, I thought they're going to win the whole time, but they didn't They didn't house them either. So um, I, Northern yeah. Michigan, I mean, the way they played this past weekend was just gritty. Um, they got pucks deep. They got pucks deep, and they, they worked their tail off. But I don't know. I think they can... I don't know. It's just one game, you remember? You saw it's just one game. It's a one gamer. You get up three zip and you're just chipping it out the rest of, or two zip even you're chipping out the rest of the game. In one game, Hot Northern goal. Michigan could have three guys kicked out. I mean, like the, you, you can't bet anything six, off. But yeah. yeah, I mean <laughs> Griff just gets the boys going in that room, but it's uh <laughs> yeah. down to their I, third ten. You just gotta remember it's no more series. It's one game. AIC, yeah. Niagara, Canisius, Army, Northern Michigan, Minnesota State. Bemidji State, Lake State. I mean, those those four games are games you're gonna have to watch, must watch TV this 
weekend before the selection show. Looks like North Dakota is going to wrap up this Frozen Face oh, Championship right four, here. 4 3. And just when I said that, it's 4 3. We got what, seven minutes left? Uh, 11 minutes. Yeah, wrong well, we're going to have to tune into that one because that's just grittiness at its finest. And my God. And uh, we just watched the Gophers win that Big Ten Championship. Shout out to my boy, McManus, and the rest of the boys. Seven minutes left. Seven minutes left. There you go. Back in the Frozen Face Off Championship. But I mean, Let's let's run through our sixteen one more time because we've been all over the place. I'm so here. excited to edit this. I'm like really fired up. Yeah, this is gonna suck for you. But uh, you're throwing so many numbers at me. It's like the Hangover, and he's just trying to yeah. count cards. Yeah. All right. So we got North Dakota. Mm-hmm. That's one. Yep. Boston College. That's two. Mankato. That's three. Gophers. That's four. Yep. Quinnipiac. Five. Wisconsin. Six. Saint Cloud. Saint Cloud. Seven. seven. Army. We, eight. Army. Eight. AIC. Nine. Oof. Michigan. Ten. Yep. Boston University. Eleven. Oof. Beeves makes 12. We're running out of room. UMass makes 13. This is I no hate particular the, order. Yeah, but yeah. no particular, because Duluth, fuck, we're at 14 right now. Then we got 15 would be Omaha. Yeah. Lake State makes 16. And that's with a lot of teams still. That that's can make UMass that Lowell still in the tournament there could make it. I Penn, mean, North Penn State bubble, Northeastern bubble. Yep. Canisius bubble. Yeah. Needs a win tourney, not bubble. Northern Michigan needs to win the tourney. Niagara mm. needs to win that tourney. Yeah, that's the only way in. But yeah, so I think we covered all the bases up there. So we gave our top 16. If we had to pick it right now with before these tournaments are decided, that's it. I would say for me. I don't know about you. I kind of talked over it, kind of put Lake State in there for me. But Okay, let's just uh, let's, let's go one more time. Oh, who, Providence, who, too, is a bubble. Bubble Providence. And they're still in it. Yeah. If they win the tournament, they're in, obviously. I mean, not even that. I think they I get think the if they championship, win this next they game, might be get that last They beat last UMass, they get that spot. So yeah, sh- that's one I got to add in. So let's, Providence. Let's just, let's just redo it one more time. God effing damn. Okay. Sorry. Oh, excited to edit this. It's going to sound good. Here's our top 16. If we had to pick it right now, we're going to say who we think should be in and let's who just is go. the bubble. Let's just go. Who's going to win the tournament? Let's predict it right now. Who's going to win each the Atlantic and WCH? We did that last week. Okay, so right now we have Gophers no. won. Won their Big Ten. Yeah. I'm just saying the rest of the last two series remaining three. Yeah. Between, well, NCHE is over too. So Atlantic, yeah. WCHA. ECAC. ECAC. Fuck, it's That's why ECAC is such a dark horse because all those teams play against each other so mm. close. I'm just, I don't want my, my brain is so scattered. Like we forgot about, we are all over the place. We forgot about Providence. We forgot about St. Cloud at one yeah. point. So um, well, right now I'm going to say yep. Quinnipiac is going to win the ECAC. Okay. That's my bet. And then with the Atlantic, I'm going to say Army. I think Army takes that tournament. Hopefully AIC is in there. But if it, if it's Army Niagara, that's a, I mean, Army's going to walk over them. That's my bet. And I love the Eagles. So I think I'm going to go Army with you there, and we're going to go Quinnipiac, obviously. And then but Hockey uh, East, I'm sticking with my UMass pick. I don't think they lose to Providence. They've beat up on them before. I think last time they played, it was like 7 yeah, or 8 to 1. I think one. they went a close one, though. I, I think, think it's going to be a closer game, obviously, but um, I think they, they're going to take them down. And then uh, I don't even know who's going to come out of BC, UMass, Lowell, but I think UMass takes both of those teams down if it comes down to it. I think yep, they can take yep. down BC like they have an OT. That, that winner was nuts. Uh, same with UMass, Lowell. They'll take them down. So that's my pick for Hockey East. So let's go to these these total 16 right now. One more time. Yep, go. One more time for those kids back home. So we got North Dakota makes one. Yep. Boston College makes two. Mankato makes three. Gophers makes four. St. Cloud State makes five. Quinnipiac makes six. Wisconsin is seven. Army is eight. AIC is nine. Mm. Michigan's 10. BU is 11. Bemidji State is 12. UMass is 13. Duluth, God, I hate that they're so low. 14, no particular order, people. Yeah. Um, Omaha is 15, and Lake State would be 16. Um, keep in mind, so now we have bubbles. We got yep. UMass Lowell's on that bubble that they could win that yep. tournament. Providence. And Providence could win their tournament. Uh, Canisius could win their tournament. Same with Niagara. Yep. Same with Northern Michigan. All those teams. Same with Colgate. 
could win their t- Colgate. Same with St. Lawrence. I'm yeah. not even putting them on my radar again. But they're, technically, they're still bubble teams. I they mean, are. I, my head hurts, though, James. Yeah, it, it hurts. It hurts. And then we have Penn State, who just needs a lot to happen for them to get in. Northeastern needs a lot to happen for them to get in with yep. these bubbles. Yep. We're talking here. They need They need Atlantic to get shafted. They need WCHA to get shafted. Yeah. Which could happen. I mean, it's the NCAA, people. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> they like to make money. So As long as college hockey's news not you know putting the 16 teams in, I think everyone's yeah, going to be okay. Goodness. But. So um, that's our 16. That's what bubbles that need to happen. I don't see it like Michigan Tech's not going to make it. Like th- those are teams that were kind of bubble coming into their conference tournaments. Yeah, I don't think they they have a shot. Same with Bowling Green. We we took them off the list. They're done. They had a shot. They're done. They messed up. They're yep. out. So yep. that's what we think here for the top 16. That's what has to happen for those other bubble teams or needing to win their tournament teams to get in. And uh, I I'm exhausted. That's it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Wendy, my, uh, Frank, anyone? John? Yeah, Johnny. Nobody. There's no one. That's it. That's Is that Nickelback I hear? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Burn it to the ground. I don't think for me personally, the shutout means anything more. I think it just means that we're playing good defensively. Um, coming playoff time, I think that that's just, uh, you know, that's what you need to do to be successful in this, um, you know, this atmosphere. So the team, you know, they play well in front of you. Our penalty kills on Saturday night, and, um, you know, we scored a play for that. The State, starting in goal, be Zach Driscoll, the junior from Apple Valley. Loose out of the goal, Driscoll slides over, makes a save. The point with a shot, Driscoll a save, and he can take right back in. Bliss, Bliss comes in. Driscoll comes up. Redirects out front. Somehow, Driscoll makes a...